Earth Riot Radio welcomes you. Come on in, sit down. We've got some empty seats right over here. I'm Reverend Billy, and this this is the Church of Stop Shopping. Today we're talking about Doomsday. Doomsday. It's a comic book phrase in the USA. Doomsday. It's a blockbuster phrase in the USA. Doomsday. Doomsday. There's no comics on Doomsday. No Disney, no Hollywood either. No everyday innocent life. No boredom. No trigger happy, finger happy, happy soldiers on Doomsday. 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 No one says the word Doomsday on Doomsday. Doomsday has no present tense. Doomsday's got no planet. Doomsday's got no god or evil. Doomsday. <laughs> Doomsday. Doomsday, it's not serious, is it? Doomsday, it's a joke, right? Ah, 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 ah. Um, one class of people that think about what oil and gas companies are doing in terms of uh, engaging on climate change is the investor class, the equity investor class. And so we just picked out two reports that basically, uh, one from JP Morgan and one from uh, Goldman Sachs, on the J.P. Morgan side of the equation, it was sort of an interesting calculation they made. Are you going to be able to produce the oil and gas that you say you're going to be able to produce? What's your cash break-evens and, and your buybacks plus dividends, your sort of financial side of the house? But that middle part is, you know, some new things we're seeing about carbon footprint versus your energy diversification or upstream flaring intensity, portfolio changes out to 2025, all these different metrics that you're starting to see. <laughs> the Antichrist, the chief son of Satan. That's what son of perdition means, the chief son of Satan. He's going to come promising world peace, and instead he's going to bathe the world in blood. The rider on the white horse rode through the Garden of Eden, and he deceived Adam and Eve into eating the forbidden fruit. God's angels with flaming swords drove them out of paradise, and they were cursed for life. They were cursed. Listen to me. Now, the gameplay is really simple. All you're doing is in each section of the level, you're going to be basically killing endless amount of waves of enemies. So pretty much you're going to enter one section, kill a ton of enemies, and then a door will open up, and then you're going to go to that section and kill enemies once again. So it's basically a rinse and repeat process. You can think of it as some type of horde mode in the game. Unfortunately, this game doesn't have anything like where you have to find relics to open special doors or anything. I think that would have been a really nice touch instead of just, you know, the, the same rinse and repeat cycle of killing enemies, moving on, killing enemies, moving on, and things like that. But it's really simple. Now, the game does offer a wide variety of different difficulty levels to choose from. There's Daydream, which is pretty much a walk in a park. It's going to be really simple. And then the higher difficulties you choose, the uh, pretty much the enemies will become more... Um, menacing and of course will deal a lot more damage and therefore you're going to die more often so it has a really nice difficulty level. Like 
If the idea of going under the knife to look younger is a little scary, there's a newer procedure that some are turning to said to be just as bloody good. Medical reporter Liz Bona shows us why some women are turning to the vampire facelift, as it's called, for the secret to eternal youth. Some of these images are a bit graphic by way of warning. She didn't want hours in the operating room, but Layla Thronsden definitely wanted to take a bite out of letting age get the best of her. Just want to get rid of the fine lines. So she turned to the vampire facelift. Dr. Amy Brenner says it's the hottest trend in using your own blood to rejuvenate the skin. The blood is drawn and then put into a special container with some compounds that, inside the spinner, separate out what's called PRP, or platelet-rich plasma. The platelet-rich plasma works by, it has growth factors in it, so when you inject it back into the body, So if you're here, which means you weren't saved, because if you were saved, you wouldn't be here, because you'd have been part of the rapture. So for all y'all that's going to be here, <laughs> let me describe what's going to happen. As these battles are being fought, First between the Antichrist and those who are coming against him, and then the Antichrist going against Israel. As all of this World War III stuff is occurring and news is being fed about it all around the world through, through media and through all of the technology that, that now we understand why God waited for the return of Christ because he wanted technology set in place so that what he prophesied could take place that people before the technology did not know was part of God's plan, but all of this is part of God's sovereign plan. And so what is going to happen is God is going to block the light of the sun. The darkness will begin to, to uh, uh, descend upon the earth because it's showtime. How does Jeff Bezos plan to cheat death? Back in 2020, Jeff Bezos wrote a lengthy letter to Amazon shareholders across the globe. It mostly outlined the company's plans for future expansion, but he signed off with a rather peculiar quote from biologist Richard Dawkins. Staving off death is a thing that you have to work at. If living things didn't work actively to prevent it, they would eventually merge into their surroundings and cease to exist as autonomous beings. That is what happens when they die. And as it turns out, Bezos' fascination with living forever stretches a little further than simply quoting Richard Dawkins. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos has reportedly invested in Altos Labs. That is a startup dedicated to reversing the aging process. Now, the company was founded earlier this year and has been hiring scientists from universities at a salary of a million dollars a year. Altos Labs was formed in Silicon Valley earlier this year and the company is primarily concerned biological reprogramming technology. The company's main goal is to delay the aging process in dying cells, rejuvenate them with the goal of stretching the lifespan of a human being. In other words, discovering ways to essentially hack bodily cells into reversing the process of aging. Some of the world's top scientists are said to be involved in the game too. 
including Spanish biologist Carlos Belmonte, who's most famous for his attempts to combine monkey embryos with human ones, and for successfully reversing the process of aging in mice. So Jeff Bezos, having conquered space, is now trying to conquer the true final frontier, our own mortality. again. So you've heard a series of wacky Americans, some of them making extremely good livings. They're all in the same death denial business. Pretending that we can live our life without death, we call that shopping. You know, all the way from buying some mint gum, all the way up to buying nuclear warheads. It's all denial that we have to die. But death is a part of our life. And you and I should be straightforwardly honest about that with each other and with ourselves. If we are unable to live with death in the minutes and the weeks and the months and years that are this wonderful gift that we're given, this amazing thing called life, if we can't admit that death is a part of it, then how can we be compassionately political? How can we have the the community of people who share the belief that the earth needs to be defended. How will we ever be able to, to confront the oil and the chemical and the plastics and the industrial agriculture? And these people that are in that building over there negotiating with governments and that no access building that's surrounded by police. I'm talking about COP26 now and the other 25 climate conferences. We'll be a part of, you know, the Stop Shopping Choir and the London Stop Shopping Choir. We'll be in two buses caravanning around England, and we're going to end up in Scotland at Glasgow. And we're going to end up with hundreds of thousands of people surrounding this circle of police in the middle of which will be this no-access building where these negotiations will be going on, where they do officially deny death. Hello, welcome to News from the Natural World. I'm Savitri D. About one in every eight acres of California land has been burned by wildfire in the past decade. A total of 12.7 million acres have been burned in California, which is also double the 6.4 million acres that burned in the state in the previous decade. Nine of the 10 largest California wildfires since 1932 have occurred in the past decade. The largest recorded fire in the state's history was the August Complex fire from last year, which burned roughly 1.03 million acres. To give a better idea of scale, the city of San Francisco is just 30,000 acres in size. Brazil's highest court has upheld a ban on missionaries entering reserves that are home to isolated and recently contacted indigenous people during the pandemic. Besides the risk of disease spread, the presence of missionaries in these reserves undermines traditional cultures and social cohesion and compels these nomadic communities to settle down, making the land more vulnerable to invasions by illegal ranchers and loggers, activists say. On October 2nd, an oil pipeline off the coast of Southern California ruptured, spewing an estimated 144,000 gallons of crude oil into the Pacific Ocean. 
The leak created a toxic 13-square-mile oil slick off the shore of Huntington Beach, which has since spread into coastal wetlands rich in biodiversity. The spill is especially bad news for birds. Every fall, millions of them migrate through the state on their way south. Officials investigating are looking into whether a ship's anchor may have struck a pipeline on the ocean floor. An international team of astronomers recently observed more than 1,650 fast radio bursts, or FRBs, detected from one source in deep space, which amounts to the largest set by far of the mysterious phenomena ever recorded. The source represents more FRBs in one event than all previous reported occurrences combined. The source that powers most FRBs is widely believed to be magnetars, incredibly dense, city-sized neutron stars that possess the strongest magnetic fields in the entire universe. And while scientists are gaining greater clarity on what produces FRBs, the exact location of where they occur is still a mystery. The EPA released its draft strategic plan that will help the agency chart its course over the next several years. Administrator Michael Regan told EPA employees that the agency has renewed its commitment to three original institutional principles. Follow the science, follow the law, and be transparent. Now, for the first time, the administration will include the advancement of justice and equity as a fourth and equally important principle. The EPA's strategic plan is open for public comment through November 12th. Up to three times more children suffer severe hunger with each El Nino weather event than from COVID-19. El Nino events provide a snapshot of the future under climate change and chronicle the lack of proactive policy action even when climate events are predictable. During a single bad El Nino, nearly six million children are driven into undernutrition as a result. That's at least 70% and perhaps up to three times the number of children who have gone hungry because of the pandemic. In the UK, Boris Johnson's government is set to crack down on climate change protests by bringing in six-month prison sentences for activists who block Britain's motorways. Similar laws are in place in Scotland already, which will host the COP26 climate conference in November. Hundreds of thousands of activists are expected to attend events in London and Glasgow. People waste one billion tons of food each year, or one-third of all food produced globally, according to the United Nations Environment Program's Food Waste Index Report in 2021. The UN is calling for an end to food waste culture. Google announced it would include emissions in its mapping service. Motorists will be able to select the route with the lowest carbon emissions once factors such as traffic and road inclines are taken into account. The new product launches in the U.S. immediately and in Europe next year. A global study shows that the production and burning of coal, oil, and gas was subsidized by 5.9 trillion U.S. dollars in 2020 with not a single country pricing all its fuels sufficiently to reflect their full supply and environmental costs. The subsidies amount to about $1 million a minute. The sale of fruit and vegetables in plastic wrapping will be prohibited in Spain's supermarkets and grocery stores starting in 2023. This is one of the measures in a decree being drafted by the Ministry for Ecological Transition, according to sources familiar with the initiative. 
people who include a little yoga or tai chi in their day may be more likely to remember where they put their keys. Researchers found that even very light workouts can increase the connectivity between parts of the brain responsible for memory formation and storage. Already 18 weather disasters, each costing $1 billion or more, have hit the U.S. this year. Climate change has affected 85% of the world's population, and researchers used machine learning to analyze more than 100,000 studies of weather events and found that four-fifths of the world's land area had suffered effects linked to global warming. A recent report by the World Meteorological Organization found that an extreme weather event or climate disaster has occurred every day on average somewhere in the world over the last 50 years, marking a five-fold increase over that same period. More than 100 countries have signed an agreement to take urgent action to protect biodiversity amid a rapid loss of the world's species. Countries signed the Kunming Declaration, which calls for integrated action to implement biodiversity protection measures in their economies. The declaration was signed at a UN climate conference in the Chinese city of Kunming. The declaration, however, did not include specific targets to combat plant and animal species loss, which is at a critical point after having reached its fastest rate in 10 million years. The oldest known footprints of pre-humans were found on the Mediterranean island of Crete and are at least 6 million years old, says an international team of researchers. The footprints from fossilized beach sediments were found near the West Cretan village of Trachios. Using geophysical and micropaleontological methods, researchers have now dated them to 6.05 million years before the present day, making them the oldest direct evidence of a human-like foot used for walking. The tracks are almost 2.5 million years older than the tracks attributed to Australopithecus afarensis, or Lucy, from La Tolle in Tanzania. About 175,000 plant species, half of all flowering plants, mostly or completely rely on animal pollinators to make seeds and so to reproduce. Declines in pollinators will therefore cause major disruptions in natural ecosystems, including loss of biodiversity. The study includes data from 1,500 separate experiments representing 1,392 plant populations and 1,174 species from 143 plant families and all continents except Antarctica. The findings show that without pollinators, a third of flowering plant species would produce no seeds and half would suffer an 80% or more reduction in fertility. California will soon ban the sale of new gas-powered leaf blowers and lawnmowers, a move aimed at curbing emissions from a category of small engines on pace to produce more pollution each year than passenger vehicles. Governor Gavin Newsom signed a new law on Saturday that orders state regulators to ban the sales of new gas-powered equipment using small off-road engines, a broad category that includes generators, lawn equipment, and pressure washers. California has more than 16.7 million of these small engines in the state, about 3 million more than the number of passenger cars on the road. California was the first government in the world to adopt emission standards for these small engines in 1990, but since then emissions in cars have vastly improved compared with smaller engines. Now state officials say running a gas-powered leaf blower for one hour 
emits the same amount of pollution as driving a 2017 Toyota Camry from Los Angeles to Denver, a distance of about 1,100 miles. And now, the sound of a man-made thing we wish were extinct. The California leaf blower. Extinction is here. We better say I love you before we disappear. Extinction number six. One, two, three, four, five. Do something to remember if someone does survive. Oh, our hearts are beating. Now I know Extinction number six. One, two, three, four, five. Do something to remember if someone does survive. This show's been about, right? Death. Death makes the sunrise. Death makes and we sunrise. want to thank Death the people that contributed to this show. And of Death course, the, the series Death of wacky Americans who are denying Death, Death in various ways. Death we want to thank them. The, the cosmetician and the preachers and the 
faux scientists and the conspiracy theory people. What do we thank them for? Well, I guess this doesn't sound right, but <laughs> thank them for being funny. They wouldn't want to be depicted that way, but they are, aren't they? Allowing that most people are funny most of the time. And if we find the humor in one another, we can begin to laugh with each other instead of at each other, and we can start breaking down this hate, this judgment. Are we going to judge these people? These, these people who are afraid of death and they're death looking for ways to escape death, death which is impossible. How can we judge them for that? We all do it. I'd like to make another point while we're thanking people, while we're thanking Teddy Tam Tam, the editor, while we're thanking Savitri D, the news from the natural world anchor, and all the people from the Stop Shopping Church who contributed to this show. We want to thank everyone as a way of being Earth activists. We thank the Earth for giving us life. We also thank the Earth for giving us the death that is in life. If we feel gratitude for life, then we have to feel gratitude for death too. Now, if we are realistic about what life is and allow that death is a part of it, our activism becomes much stronger. Because that is where the love and the music, the humor, the allowance, seeing good in everything, that's where that comes from. And you can have the strongest belief, which we have, because we're resisting ecocide here. We're defending the earth against a mass mortality that we're bringing on ourselves. All right, but to do that strong, strong political act, we have to have that love, that humor, that music. Now that's hard, that's hard to understand. In other words, the fiercest superstorm brings about in us the softest emotions. The earth has a message for us, which is coming to us right now, with tremendous force, unleashings of energy we've never experienced before. And our way of dealing with the people that are putting the poisons in the air, the no-access billionaires at the center of COP26, who are in those locked buildings negotiating and stalling, if we're going to reach them, it's going to be with a superstorm of those soft emotions. Gratitude among them, and generosity, and loyalty, and trust, and feelings touching. Those bankers, those oil men, those weapons dealers, those chemical manufacturers, they are killing us. And they know they are. And they're corrupting the politics. And they're going to stall again at COP26. And there'll be another COP27 two years from now. As the superstorms get bigger, the wildfires get bigger. But if we judge them, if we just point our fingers and uh, like flame at them like we do on the social media, we'll get nowhere. Judgment, judgment is, is not complex. Love is more like this forest that surrounds me here right now. I'm sitting in a forest, fierce, but in a loving way. Earthalluyah. We will fly through those police and through those walls, and we will astonish and change the poisoners. Amen. Thank you. Have a great week. Have a fascinating series of moments. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you. 
I just want to